Hey everybody, welcome to tonight's Citizens Climate University. Thank you so much for joining us. Tonight's topic is, um, oh, sorry, Perry. <laughs> um, tonight's uh, topic is the fun in fundraising. So we're joined by the members of our development team for a virtual conversation about how to recruit new major donors to our national network. Citizens Climate University is a weekly webinar program that Citizens Climate Lobby provides to all of you with access to in-depth training opportunities on topics relating to climate change and effective climate advocacy. Tonight, I'll be your host. My name is Sabrina Butcher. I'm CCL's Action and Endorsement Coordinator. So when we're talking about fundraising, some of the topics we'll go over are the importance of fundraising for our mission how to identify folks in your network who are likely to invest $1,000 or more in our mission, how to make the ask yourself and or how to transfer leads of $10,000 plus to the development team, uh, the very critical celebratory ritual for each secured donation. So after this 45 minute training, you'll have all the tools you need to bring people into this work as new donors and actually enjoy the process while doing so. I'm sure all of you are super familiar with Zoom at this point, but here is a slide to help you with a little housekeeping. Um, you can find the chat, you can raise your hand, you can mute and unmute all at the bottom of your screen in that Zoom panel. And now I'll introduce our wonderful speakers from the development team. Uh, we have Lene Pettengill here with us tonight. She is the Senior Director of Development. We are also joined by Perry Hodgkins-Jones and Topher Anderson, who are Donor Relations Officers. A little bit more about all of them. CCE's Senior Direct Development Director, Lene Pettengill, has over 20 years of fundraising experience, including major donor relations, grant writing, special events, direct mail, foundations, and corporate donors. Since Lene has joined CCE as a staff member in February 2013, annual revenue has increased over 1,100%. Such success relies on the infectious enthusiasm and sense of fun that Lene brings to her work and to the entire CCL organization. As a sixth-generation sixth Kansan, uh, Lene lives in Lawrence, Kansas, and spends her free time with friends, family, and her canine sidekick, Winnie. Perry Hodgkins brings eight years of valuable experience fundraising for environmental organizations seeking to create a sustainable world and bring connections to and build connections to nature. She's passionate about working with communities and individuals to find and nurture resilience and believes deeply in the mission of Citizens Climate Lobby. As donor relations officer, Perry is dedicated to creating and cultivating strong relationships with the generous donors who make this important work possible. She's originally from New Jersey and graduated with a bachelor's in political science and international relations from Wellesley College in Massachusetts and has her master's in theology and the environment from the University of the South in Sewanee, Tennessee. She currently lives in Alexandra, Alexandria, Virginia with her rambunctious toddler, spouse, and two lazy cats. When she's not connecting folks to the missions of CCE and CCL, she enjoys trail running, baking, drawing, and playing with her friends and family. 
And last but definitely not least, Topher Anderson works on the development team to fundraise for the mission of Citizens Climate Education and Citizens Climate Lobby. He builds relationships with the generous donors who make Citizens Climate possible. In doing so, he pulls on his seven years as an environmental organizer, five years as an enthusiastic CCL volunteer, and his MA in philanthropy from Indiana University. Topher is a native Hoosier who's lucky enough to be married to his wife, Claire. When Topher isn't working or volunteering with his local CCL chapter, he's playing chess, enjoying a good book, swing dancing, or tearing it up on the sand volleyball court. From here, I will let you all take it away. Tearing it up on the volleyball court. <laughs> We'll have to share more about that later. Um, I am so glad to be here with you tonight, you brave souls who want to know more about fundraising. We hear uh, from a lot of folks that this is intimidating, but not to you brave souls. So glad you're here. Um, we are going to be going over three things tonight. First, we're going to show you that you actually can find some fun in fundraising. So stay tuned for that. Uh, we're also going to talk about how to identify potential donors in your network. How can you figure out who would be a good person to ask? There's lots of clues. We're going to talk about that. And then once you've figured out who you want to approach, we're going to talk about ways to do that uh, that will give you the most likelihood of success. And also that's going to get rid of a lot of those fears you have because we're just going to walk you through this process. It's an easy process and uh, we look forward to sharing more. So finding the fun in fundraising. Hmm. Yeah, it is possible. We have a lot of fun. You should sit in one of our day team calls. We have a great time. So step one is you got to face your fundraising fears head on. We're going to shine a dark, a light into the dark closet of those fundraising fears. So the next thing we're going to talk about, so some of the things that Actually, everything that you brought up, I think we are going to address in the steps that we uh, talk about tonight. But if there's something that we didn't address, you can bring that up in the Q&A at the end, or we're also going to have breakout sessions. Um, one other thing while I'm thinking about it is don't worry about taking notes when we get into more details. If I mean, if you want to take notes, that's great, but we'll also be providing all the resources that we reference. So, um, and even a recording of this video will be available. So why I love fundraising for CCL is because I feel like climate change is the greatest threat that humanity faces. And everything else pales in comparison. And I think probably most of you, if not all of you on this call would agree. And so if I'm starting from that vantage point, I, and then I truly believe citizens climate gives us our best hope for successfully addressing this huge challenge. So that's what's always in my mind is that that's the angle I'm coming from. And that's why I choose to work here. I started off as a volunteer and now I work here. And it's because I feel like this is the best investment of a charitable dollar. So when I come with that mindset, then I'm actually offering people an opportunity and I also know that we really are good uh, fiscal responsibility towards all the donations that come in. We keep a really close eye on expenses. We make sure that the amount going to direct program work is always in that either acceptable or really good category. So we try to keep it at 80 to 85% going directly to program costs. 
Um, so I feel really good about those um, dollars that come in that I asked for. So through these steps, I think you're gonna feel much more comfortable because we walk you through how to do this. But even after the steps, you're probably gonna feel a little bit of fear. I always, when I go into a really big call, I always feel a little bit of fear. It doesn't ever go away, but I feel the fear and I do it anyway. And as you know, from your work as a CCL volunteer, outside of your comfort zone is where the magic happens. So that's, that definitely applies to fundraising. And then when you get your first yes, I think you're really gonna get bitten by the fundraising bug. It's actually a lot of fun and it's very tangible when you have success. So when you do have that success, you have to celebrate the donation. And Topher is gonna talk a lot more about that in just a little bit. All right, and actually, here he goes. Topher, I'm handing it off to you. All right, thanks, Lene. Okay, so we have our mindset now. We know how to think like a fundraiser, but the first question is, who should we talk to? And that can feel like a really big intimidating thing, but it's actually really simple because we have a simple acronym, LEA, which tells us who we should be talking to. Now the L stands for linkage, and that's just how are they linked to CCL? And that could be that they're a volunteer, that they um, talk to you about your work all the time, but the biggest, most powerful link is that you're talking to them about CCL. As a friend, as a family member, as someone that they trust, when you come to them and say, hey, this is work that I love and I'm asking you to consider investing, that's a really, really powerful link. Now the I stands for interest. So that is just, are they interested in solving climate change? Do you have people that you're talking to that are saying, oh my gosh, I'm really terrified or concerned about climate change too. And I'm looking for some way to help the, move the cause forward. Obviously this is probably not the time to go to your friends um, where you're practicing your laser talks with skeptics. This is the time to talk to people who you know want to solve the problem with you. And then the A just stands for ability. So do you have signs that they would be able to make a major gift? Um, this can include things like, do they talk about their philanthropy? Are they people who really care about the groups that they give to? And, and that's a big thing that they cherish. Okay, and then when we're looking at ability, we look at two levels of our major get donors and our climate guardians who give $1,000 or $10,000 in a year. Perry. Um, so with that in mind, I'm gonna give you just a few seconds now to, to ponder, look at Leah and say, okay, who in my network should I think about approaching? So I'll give you just 30 seconds here, write that down um, and then we'll keep going. Okay. Um, yeah, let's keep going. Okay, awesome. So now you have your list. And what are the steps? Again, like Lynn said, we can break it down into several very simple steps. The first step is just to reach out and ask for a meeting to talk about fundraising. Um, we'll provide some templates attached to this training. But the key thing is just to tell them you love this work and let them know that you're gonna to talk to them about fundraising. You never wanna ambush someone where they think you're, you know, you're talking about your family and your dog and then boom, you've asked for a donation. Give them the heads up and that gives them the chance and that honors their time so that they know this is something I wanna talk about or it's not. 
The second thing is when you're in a meeting, have a good conversation, ask good questions about climate and just listen to how they're feeling. This is a lot like being in a lobby meeting where the, the key is to build common ground. It's to connect with them. And my two favorite questions are just, how are you feeling about climate progress? And what's giving you hope? And you don't need to steer them anyway. I have great conversations where people are, you know, <laughs> especially over the course of reconciliation, we've had some really high highs and some really low lows. And wherever people are is okay. Now, once you've had a good conversation, you, you kind of know where they're coming from. It's time for step three, and that is to make a short, concise pitch. Let's say one minute, maybe a minute and a half, where you're asking for a donation. Now, because this is a little bit more involved, Perry's gonna get into this on the next slide, but you end your pitch with step four, which is to explicitly ask for a donation. So you should say, will you please make a donation of $1,000 or more to support this work? What I just did is a very silly example of step five, which is to pause. After you ask, you have to give it a moment for them to decide. Give them this space to answer and don't do what's really natural and, and say, oh, if you're, you know, will you make a donation if you're open to it and, let, and then trip over it and, and step into that silence. Let that silence stretch until they feel comfortable answering you. And Perry, if you could click twice, Step six is to thank them. Say, um, if they say yes, thank them and direct them to our website uh, or send an introduction email to one of us and, and we'll take it from there. And then um, even if they say no, it, say thank you for the time. Say thank you for your common concern on climate because the time was not wasted, no matter what the dollar donation that they make is. And then step seven, as Lene said, is arguably the most important step. Whether they made a donation or not, you have now done something incredible. You've gotten out of your comfort zone and you have fundraised. So I like to offer two options. You can do the small option, the sitting option. You can kind of just do a little finger dancing, a little bit of that, get a little head into it. Or as I recommend, you can stand up. You can, you can do a little boogie. You can do a little bit of that. And, but take that time. Give yourself the time to celebrate. Now, I'm gonna pass it to Perry so that she can tell you a little bit more about making a pitch. All right, I hope you got some blood flowing. Okay, um, so when it comes to that pitch, we're gonna let you in on a little fundraising secret. We're gonna share our secret ingredient with you. You ready? All right, the secret sauce is you. You are the one making this connection. So this is the most crucial part. You might underestimate your persuasive ability. You might be brand new at this, but trust us, you are the key ingredient in this conversation. So many people care deeply about climate, but they don't know where to trust their time and their treasure. And your endorsement of our work is the critical piece of this puzzle. They know you, they trust you, um, and you're taking the time to have this conversation with them and to invite them into this work. That means the world. So I just want you to really trust that, that your story here is the most critical piece of this puzzle. So part of that pitch is really just your story. So please make it personal. I encourage you beforehand to think of a couple of points that you might want to bring up. It might be something like, 
a memory of when you first started with CCL. What inspired you and what kept you coming back? What gave you hope? Um, what keeps you connected to this organization years, months, decades later, whatever it might be? It could also be an example of your work with us. Um, some of the most powerful stories I've heard in my work has been how this community has helped people overcome obstacles, um, which we are no stranger to obstacles in climate policy advocacy. And that's part of the strength of our organization is how we equip people to address those. And after that personal story, really our best advice is to follow the conversation and be present with it. You know, that person might respond with surprise or, oh yeah, I've heard great things about CCL or, oh, tell me more. And just try and follow that conversation. For me, one of the things that gets my jitters out um, when it comes to fear, having big conversations with people about money, when it comes to friends, et cetera, is just paying attention to that person, to their reactions. What are they interested in hearing more about? You could even prompt them with a few questions. The rest of the information on this slide um, are just options for talking points. You could share a little bit about how CCL is meeting the political moment in 2022. It's an election year. We are making climate an election issue for November. We just passed the IRA, the Inflation Reduction Act. Woo woo! And we're gonna be hard at work defending that and then improving upon that for years to come. We also have three other federal climate bills that are secondary asks for us that we're hoping to pass through Congress by the end of this calendar year. That's a lot of work. You can also talk about our track record of success. We have some incredibly impressive accomplishments as an organization. We have passed, helped to pass five federal bills, five state laws. We've got bipartisan support for climate action, things that people never thought possible we have helped bring into reality with our enormous grassroots organization that is just doing wonderful work all across the country um congressional climate caucuses in both chambers of congress and the energy innovation act is the number one carbon pricing bill in congress just a few really impressive things about us um, but again these are just options and talking points if none of these come up that's fine but if the person maybe says, oh, wow, and that's it, then you can say, yes, I'd love to tell you more about where we're heading. You know, we've just had some really impressive accomplishments this year, but I'm really excited about, and then fill in the blank with what you are genuinely excited about. I also wanted to share that there is so much extra help for having the large dollar conversations with people. So Climate Guardians are folks who give $10,000 or more a year to us, and they are the backbone of our individual giving. Um, they have really helped us grow and expand and take on some new challenges. Um, and so for that, we encourage you to um, in, make an introduction to someone on our development team. In a little bit, we're going to break out into breakout rooms. And um, the staff member in your room is going to be your point of contact for the organization. So if you have someone that you think is, has the capacity um, to become a climate guardian donor, um, please introduce them to us via email. Um, and so we'll help you with that. So there are three simple steps to that conversation. The first is to create an email. Again, follow the, the outline that we just went over for the pitch in the email. Like Topher said, we have templates available to you um, if that sort of creation out of nothing is intimidating. We have options for you to work from. 
but please, please personalize it because again, your story, the secret ingredient. Um, and then make sure just to CC your point of contact, whoever that might be on staff, um, and to make an introduction over the email to us so that we're not just responding out of the blue. All right, step two, send the email. It's pretty simple. And then step three, we'll take it from there. We are more than happy to help you with those conversations. And just on behalf of everyone, thank you, thank you for trusting us with these contacts of yours. Um, we know that it is, it can be uncomfortable, it's exciting, it feels like high, you know, and it's just, it's exciting. So we just wanna thank you so much for trusting us with these folks. Um, and just as a reminder, there are helpful resources attached to this training on our CCU page, on the event page. And those include a very helpful document that goes over sort of an overview of who we are and how we work and our recent accomplishments. There's also our annual report and those helpful uh, template emails as well. Um, and just remember, you're not flying solo here. We are here to help you. Um, and we are so grateful to you for helping us reach new people in our network that without you, we would never have a chance to meet. Uh, but I would like to hear um, before we leave, anyone who wants to just to share a, a quick 30 second or less um, insight into what you found helpful or most helpful from our time together. So just, um, I, I guess, raise your hand. Is that too hard to do or can, uh, that might be the, the clearest so we don't step on each other. So go into reactions. Oh, Connie, Connie, let's hear from you. Yeah, so um, I really appreciated Perry's response to my concern about feeling at this point still a little uncertain about what CCL is doing and how much easier it used to be when we were all about putting price on carbon, we had a bill and we could point to specific things that steps along the way that had that we could take credit for so i still feel uncertain about it but she she gave a really good um explanation of her feelings about that that i found very helpful well let's hear that too we can't just leave with <laughs> great <laughs> that's yeah, too much yeah. of a teaser well i think her her point was well taken that um the media right now is very focused on the partisanship of budget reconciliation, and yet we know uh, the importance of bipartisanship, and we were one of the few organizations that hung in there and continued to talk to Manchin's office and continued to talk to Cinema's office um, and continued to be to say good things about Republicans. Um, and so we did not get on the the bandwagon of, of trashing Republicans for uh, not going along with this, and partly because we understood why they were not going along with it. So um, yeah, that, that was helpful to me. I love that. And I would add too that um, none of us, I, I, I know I never feel like I know everything and um, we, are, we are just being tossed out of our comfort zone again with these additional priorities. And you know, I'd encourage you to use what we've always said is like, if, if there's something that comes up you don't know about, it's like, I don't know, we just have these new additional priorities, but let me check on that and I'll get back with you. So that's always your get out of jail free card. Um, so don't ever feel like you have to know everything. And I still have to do that a lot of times. 
Topher, did you want to bring up your question from the breakout session? Yeah, I wanted to bring back the question that Faith asked that I thought was just a great core question of what does a donation do for CCL? Um, and just the, the core thing that I shared is we do a lot of stuff, but it all really boils down to the fact that we are empowering and amplifying our national volunteer peaceful army. Uh, you know, we have our incredible research and our comms team talking to the top media and our regional coordinators. So there's all sorts of ways that you can go with that. But at the core of it, it's that, is that we, we empower over 200,000 people. And, and it's pretty awesome to see the results. Right. And if you want more details, that's part of the resources that will be available, the financials and annual report. There are more details there, too. So let's see, do we have? Connie, uh, you raised your hand. Can We're almost out of time, but what do you got there real quick? Well, you know, just one other question that I, I didn't bring this up in the breakout, but I, I think another question that crossed my mind is, well, why are we asking for money now when in fact, this is not one of our usual um, fundraising times. And so in the back of my mind was, you know, well, okay, is the organization having problems financially or, you know, what, since we don't seem to at this point have a big um, campaign or something that would cost a lot of money. Right, so. right. Another great question. So, so the big picture nationally, our budget is $8.6 million. And that's what we're working on through the year. We have the two formal uh, public times that we reach out. The right now is actually an incredible time to fundraise because our results are so um, obvious, and we just had the biggest win of climate history. So everyone that knows about the IRA, the Inflation Reduction Act, and um, there's no better time for fundraising right now because it's on everyone's mind. And we just showed that the impossible actually is possible. So I'm going to end on that. Thank you, everyone, for being here tonight. Sabrina, thank you so much for taking care of us tonight. And uh, we look forward to continuing the conversation. Thank you for all that you do to help create a sustainable climate for generations to come. Take good care out there. Good night. Thank you for all you do for, to make it possible. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Citizens Climate Lobby's training program. You can tune into more episodes anywhere podcasts are available. Inspired by what you heard today? Join Citizens Climate Lobby to advocate for bipartisan climate solutions. Go to community.citizensclimate.org to find more trainings, resources, your local chapter, national action teams, discussion forums, and more. Be sure to like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Citizens Climate. We also invite all of our listeners to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more inspiration. Like what you hear? Recommend us to your friends and make sure to give us a five-star rating. It helps us show up on other listeners' feeds. Feel free to pass on any suggestions for future episodes in the comments as well. And together, we are creating the political will for a livable world.